Okay, today's daf is Psachim daf hey. We are on daf hey and Aleph, about eight lines in the Bay Rabbi Yishmael Tana. So, on Dalad Amr Bays, the Bryce asked, the Gemara asked the following question How do we know that one has to start burning the chametz in the middle of the day on Erev Pesach? Maybe you should, uh, you know, on Pesach, we didn't know exactly what the Makar was. So, we're going to bring uh, various different answers. So the first answer we had was we learned that from a whole slew of psukim, and the Gemara decided that Ach told me Chalak that we do it in the middle of the day, and it must be talking about Erev Pesach because on Pesach itself one is already violating uh, the Isra of, of owning chametz. So of course you have to get rid of the chametz before then. So it must be Erev Pesach, and Ach tells me in the middle of the day by Chatzais. That was option number one. We're going to have many uh, different answers, and that's today's, that's the first Amr on, on Hayyam and Aleph, going through different answers, how we know that we do beer chametz, we burn the chametz on the 14th day of Nisan, which we know as Erev Pesach. So the Be'er Rabbi Tana, this is the second answer, the Be'er Rabbi Shmuel Tana, Matsinu Abba Asar, Shenikra Rishan. We find that the 14th day of Nisan in the Torah is referred to as Rishon. So you see that, that the 14th day of the month is referred to as Rishon. So when the Pasuk says, Tashbisu is also referring to the 14th day of Nisan. So for some reason, the 14th day of Nisan in the Torah is identified as Barishon, and therefore when it says Biyoy Harishon, it could clearly mean the 14th day of Nisan, which is Arab Pesach. So that's the second answer we have. Number three, Rav Nachman Yitzchak says, Rishon, what does Rishon mean? Demeikara Mashma. It means before, the previous day, not the first day, it means before today. How do we see this? Amakra, the Pasuk says by Eov, Harishon Adam Tivaled. Were you, were you, well, he's talking to Alifaz, were you born before Adam Harishain? So you see, Harishain could also mean previously. So Biyayim Harishain could mean the previous day. So what's the previous day of Pesach? Erev Pesach. So the Gemara says, one second. Harishain means the previous day? Let's look throughout Chumash, and we're going to see it doesn't add up. Elamiyata, the Pasuk says, by Sukkis, it says, by the mitzvah of Lulav, Ulakachtem lechem b'yom harishain, the first day, Sahachanami rishain de mekaravashma. You mean you're supposed to take Lulav, Erev Sukkis? What's going on here? Someone says, no, Shani Hasan dechsev, in that Pasuk it says, Usmachtem, through the mitzvah of Lulav, there's a Simcha Sachag, so you're supposed to have joy for seven days uh, with, with your lulav. So there the seventh day is obviously talking about the seventh day of Sukkot. So Afrishan, when the Pasuk says by lulav, it's clearly referring to Rishon Lechag, the first day of Sukkot. So you do not take your lulav, Arab Sukkot, you take it on the first day of Sukkot. So the Gemara says, So if you're telling me that if we see in the, in the context of the Pasuk that we are referring to Yantif itself when it comes to Lulav, so let's go look at Pesach. The Pasuk says, So to over here, Hachinamik Siv by Pesach. It says, By burning Chametz, Ach B'Yom HaRishon, Tashbisu, Shivas Yamim Matzah Techelu. So you see here it says, the first day and the seventh day, it's in the same Pasuk. It seems like we're all talking about 
Yantiv proper, not the day before. So the Gemara says, you're right. Im Kain, the Torah should have written, Nichtav Kra Rishain. Ha Rishain, what is Ha Rishain Lamali? Ah, when it says Ha Rishain, Maran. Whenever the Torah says the word Ha Rishain, it means the previous day. Not the day we're thinking of, the previous day, Erev Pesach. The Gemara says, really? <laughs> Did you not just read what we just brought? Ihachi, by Lulav Hasim Nami. It says, Ha Rishain. Ha Rishain Lamali. Why is it telling me Ha? Isn't that telling me before? Sukkot, Visu, Hasan, by Sukkot itself, not just by Lulav. By the midst of eating in the Sukkot, it says, Dechsev, I read you the full passage, Dechayigu Eschag Hashem Shivas Yamim, Beyam Rishon Shabbosayin, Uveyoyim Hashemini, Shabbosayin, that you have to keep the Yantav, the first day of, of Yantav is Sukkot, and the eighth day we call Shemini Atzeres, that one has to keep that, there's a mitzvah of Shabbosayin, Eim Rishon, Dimei Karam Hashma, that you don't really keep Sukkot, you have the wrong day. The day of Sukkot is the, the day before Sukkot, the 14th day of Tishrei, where you have a four-day Yantif. It doesn't, doesn't work. So the Gemara says, Shani Hasam, over there, the Amar Kura, the Pasuk says, Hashmini Shabbosayin. There the Torah clearly says the eighth day of, of the Chag, which we call Shmini Atteris, is Shabbosayin, you rest. That's the day of Yantif. Ma Shmini, Shmini de Chag, it means the eighth day of Sukkot. Af Rishon, Rishon de Chag. Rishon, the first day, is talking about the first day of Sukkot and not the day before. So just by the way, you see clearly that Shmini Atzeres is referred to as Chag. Shmini is the eighth day of Chag. How does this come up? So this Shaila happens every single year. Someone's davening Shman Esrei and Shmini Atzeres, and by mistake, instead of saying if you daven Svar Shmini Atzeres Chag is or Chag or Shmini, uh, I don't even know the Ashkenaz Chag Shmini Chag Atzeres is it? You totally messed up. You said. Do you have to repeat Shman Esrei? So I saw someone at midnight. I think Ezra had a Shalom Zachar, the night of Shmini Atzeres. I saw someone walking around at midnight. He, he wanted to know the answer to this question. He was walking to the Shalom Zachar, roaming around, and he had the question. He did it by davening. He did it by benching twice. Over for 2. The question is, do you have to repeat Shman Esrei? So someone to bring a raya that you see that the Torah refers to Shmini as Shmini Dechad, and you bring a raya from this Gemara, and therefore B'dayeveh, there's what Torah line does not Repeat Shmana Esrei if you said Chaga Sukkos. Now, if you said Chaga Pesach on Sukkos, I cannot help you. But as long as you said Chaga Sukkos, even if it was Shmini Atzeres, you would not repeat your uh, Shmana Esrei, you would not repeat Penching. But either way, here clearly the Yom Harishan is talking about Yantav, it's not talking about the day before. So the Gemara says, so why do we need the Ha? Ha Rishon Lamli, why do we need the extra He? Just say, Yom Rishon Shabbosayin. Why do you have to say, Yom Ha Rishon? So the Gemara says, Lema'ute Chuloi Shamayid. It's trying to tell me that only day one and day eight of your Sukkot Yantif is there an Isser, or there is a, a concept of Shabbosayin, that a person cannot do Malacha, but on Cholamayid, you are indeed allowed to do Malacha. Many bring arrive from here, that the whole concept of not doing Malacha on Cholamayid is only an Isser Durabanan, because the Gemara here clearly says, there's no Isser Malacha on Chalamoid Midday Raisa. There are those that say, no, it's only talking about the Davra Aved. There is no Isser Malacha. There's no, you know, typical Lama Test Malachas by Chalamoid. There might still be an Isser of doing some Malacha on Chalamoid. We'll get to this. We have a whole Masechta coming up in a few months. Masechta Smoid Katan. And we'll, we'll, we'll look at this at length. We'll review this Raya, the Gemara there, and, and Gemara Chagiga brings other Psukim. 
But that is why the Torah told me Yom Harishon. Only the first day and only the eighth day is there an Isra Malacha, but not on Cholamoid. So the Gemara says, yeah. How do you see the riot to the eighth day if the emphasis is on the Rishon? It's Harishon and Hashmini. Yeah, both. You have two Hays, right? Only these two. The Rishonim say, if it wouldn't have said Hashmini, then you would think, um, I'm not sure. Why need both? Has I think both has tell me only these specific days. So the Gemara says, Why don't you say maybe this is your question? Should we learn from the fact that the Torah says me Rishon You don't need the haze. Just it's the first day and the eighth day. So the Gemara says Istrich Sokadai the Chamina Hoyel the Kasevachman of Yom Hashmini Uva Yom and the Vav, meaning and on the eighth day. Meaning we're, we're having a long conversation and the eighth day as well. We never hear of eight days in the Torah, so the eighth day as well. Vav Moisif Al Inyan Rishain. Maybe the Vav is just telling me that you cannot do Malach on day one up until and including the eighth day. And all eight days straight, one cannot do Malacha. Because it says the word Vav. So Kamashman, the Vav, now that I have a Vav, which would tell me to include everything. The hey tells me, don't include Chalamites. So the Gemara asked the obvious question. You have a Vav there to, that would tell me to include everything. You need a hey to tell me, don't include everything. Forget the hey, forget the vav. Just say yoim rishoin and yoim shmini. Don't say uva yoim. Don't say ha. None of this stuff. So the gemara and the gemara says v'su. Another question. Hasan dechsev by pesach it says by yoim rishoin mikra kadosh yilachem. Even by pesach it says by yoim harishoin. You're going to tell me that rishoin means the day before rishoin demei karamashma. We all know that pesach is kept on the 15th day of Nisan. It's not talking about the day before. So the Gemara says, you're right. These three questions that we asked on our third tarots, again, we had two original tarutsim. One tarots was the Ach, told me that we do Tashbisu on the 14th day. The second one was that you see the Torah calls Yudal and Nisan Rishon. And the third one was that Rishon, how Rishon can mean the day before. We asked questions from three different places. Lolov, Sukkis and Pesach. That by, it says Bayam Harishain. It doesn't mean the day before. So don't tell me that Bayam Harishain means the day before. So the Gemara says, I'll tell you Bayam Harishain does indeed mean the day before. So Elahani Shloisha Rishon. What about these three times where the Torah says Bayam Harishain? We have a Drasha. These three places in the Torah where it says Bayam Harishain, they're, they're coming for a Drasha. What's the drasha? The Tanah Rabbi Shmuel, b'schar shloisha with the schar of being mekayim. These three things, where it says b'yom harishon, so b'schar shloisha rishon. The three times it says b'yom harishon, when one keeps them zachu l'shloisha, one is in klal yisrael zeicha to three things that are called rishon. Which three are these? Lahachris zare shel esav to cut away the uh, the, the offspring of esav. Lebinim esam megdash. The name of Mashiach, which is hard to figure that out. In the Pesukim, we'll see what that means. Lahachris Zarishel Esav. Where do you see Esav is called Rishon? Last week's parsha. Tachsev Vayetzi Harishon Admoni Kulei Kaderaseyar. So you see Esav is called Harishon. So Beschar that we keep the Rishon. One of these, I think, is Pesach. We get the the Rishon of 
getting rid of Esav. is also called the name of Mashiach, which is Menachem, as uh, we know from the Gemara and other places. and that's referring to Mashiach coming and rejoicing. So it's the schos, the the says the schos of keeping lulav that will bring us to the uh, to the Mashiach. Perhaps why that's why in the Bavitch they're very mocked on on lulav and making sure everybody shakes a little of an esrog. Because uh, that has something to do with bringing of the Mashiach. So either way, the term Harishan typically could mean the day before, but in these three specific cases, it's coming for a drasha to teach me that Beschar Shleisha Rishon Zachu Shleisha Rishon. Okay, let's try another answer to why how we know that we burn the chametz on Erev Pesach. So Rav Amar, this is, if you're, if you're keeping track, this is number four. Rav Amar Mehacha. And this is the classic Pasuk. If you speak to someone who knows a little, a little bit about Hechos Pesach, the Torah gets a Pasuk in Chomesh. The Torah says, Le sishchat al dam zivchi. So you cannot shecht. Let's see the drush. Le sishchat ha-pesach ba'adayin chametz kayim. So it's not the simple pshat, but it's the drush. The drush is one should not shecht the carbon Pesach when he still has chametz. Uh, around in his house. So when is the Zman of Shechita's carbon Pesach? Mm-hmm. So if you look in Halacha, when do you shech the carbon Pesach? After the Tamat Shabbat Arbayim. We only bring the Tamat Shabbat Arbayim by Mincha Gedoyla. But technically, if they brought the Tamat Shabbat Arbayim after Chatzais, you were Yaitza. So once Chatzais hits, that's already considered the Zman of Hakrava's carbon Pesach. Many of the person discussed, there's a, there's a Minog, a debated Minog, should, should one bake Erev Paisach matzahs, right? So on one hand, it's brought down that from Rashi that it's a zecher to the carbon Pesach, so one should bake Erev Pesach matzahs. The problem is, if you don't know what you're doing, which is usually what happens, you end up with chametz. So you don't want chametz when you're not allowed to have chametz. You have to be burning the chametz at that point. The question is, when is the earliest man for your Erev Paisach Matzahs. So many of the Pesachim say, Chatzais. We don't have to be more machmir than the Gemara. The Gemara says that already from the six, after six hours, one has to burn his chametz because that's the zman of the carbon, Hakravas carbon Pesach. So that's the beginning of the zman of, of uh, your Erev Pesach Matzahs. Okay. So the Gemara says, uh, Rava, that was, a, that was the third answer how we know that Erev Pesach is the time where you burn your chametz. So the Gemara says, hold on, that Pasuk? Maybe that Pasuk is subjective. Maybe every person, whenever he brings his carbon Pesach, so let's say he's, uh, he's a late guy, he'll bring his carbon an hour before the Zman, he has plenty of time, so perhaps for him, he could still eat his Danish while he's waiting online by the base of Mikdash. When you're shechting your carbon, maybe for you, that's when you have to get rid of your uh, get rid of your uh, your chametz. So the Gemara says no zman shchita merachman. The Gemara is saying a zman, and Rashi points out that the Torah is not going to give every single year his own zman. It doesn't make any sense. There's a kviyas zman iser, which is for everyone zman echad kavua keva. Okay, so zman shchita is the time where you cannot have any chametz, and therefore you need to burn the chametz. Tanya nami hachi. We have another bride that supports. Uh, so the Gemara asked me, when do you need to do Tashbisu? So the Gemara says, Don't check your carbon paste when you still have chametz around. 
Divrei Rabbi Yishmael. That's the shita of Rabbi Yishmael. So if you're keeping track, we know that we just said something about Tana Debei Rabbi Yishmael. And here we're saying this is the shita of Rabbi Yishmael. It's two different answers. So Toysavis points this out. The small Toysavis, second to bottom Toysavis. Temeluri, the Tana Debei Rabbi Yishmael, Nafkele Mikrach. You know, he brought a different pasuk. Um, so he says, something to know for Shas, it's not always so consistent. Why? You could answer very balabatashatarits. Rabbi Yishmael was his own, had his own opinion, and his Tamidim had their own opinion. So the debate the Rabbi Yishmael is their base medrash. Rabbi Yishmael is what he himself said. Okay. Rabbi Akiva Aymeris, this might be our, our fifth option. In the tzarech, you don't need this pasuk to tell me to tell me that you burn the chametz on the fourteenth. We know that already. How do we know it? I don't need anything to do with Hilchas Pesach to tell me that I can't be burning chametz on Yantif. Why is that? It says you have to burn your chametz. So when is this? I don't know. The fifteenth, fourteenth. I have no clue. But what I do know is I learned Hilchas Yantif. It says by Yantif, you can't do Malach on Yantif. We should have been screaming this the first uh, first time he mentioned this. One of the Lama Tess Malachas is burning something. Is making a fire. Of course, you cannot burn your chametz on on, on Pesach because there's an iser deraisa to, to do malacha on yantif. So obviously, you cannot be burning chametz on Pesach. Comes along, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yossi, you have a question? No. Yeah, but how do we know it's sheishais? He doesn't know that, but he says ach. No, but you could go backwards, and then we then we're back to ach. That beyam rishi cannot mean the fifteenth day. So what do we do? It must be ach. It says bayoim. So you might want to call back to answer number one, right? A different exercise how to get back to answer number one. So it could be there's only four terutzim. Maybe this is not the fifth one. That's why I said maybe the fifth one. But you're right. You still need the, the original terutz of, what was it, Abaya, that has to say, the terutz says ach. Okay. Now, once Rabbi Kiva mentions this, we have some interesting things to discuss. Some of these were discussed in, in Masech the Shabbos. Some will save it from Masech the Zbetze to talk about Hilchas Yantif. So let's see. Rabbi Yossi Yomer, ain't it Tzarech? You don't need this uh, proof to, uh, to tell me that since I can't burn chametz on Pesach, I, uh, that's how I know that I have to do it before Pesach. Rabbi Yossi Yomer, ain't it Tzarech? Harehu Yomer, ach bi amarishon, the Shabbos Yomer, v'techem, me'erav Yantif. It says, ach bi amarishon. So is it me'erav Yantif? Ain't it elav Yantif? Or, or, or maybe it means Yantif itself. Tamalemer ach cholak. Ach means half the day, at noon. When is this? Vibi Yantif atzmai. If it's on Yantif itself, mi shari, would it be mutter? Ha'itkash hashbasas se'ar l'achilas chametz, v'achilas chametz l'achilas matzah. Once matzah comes in, you can no longer have chametz, because that's part of the same drasha in the Torah. So this actually sounds very much like Abaya, once again. The Rishonim discuss where Rabbi, what Rabbi Yossi's point is. He's saying a lot of things. You can't have chametz on Pesach. It also says ach, but we'll leave it that the some rachlaikas Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Kiva regarding how we know that we burn the chametz before Pesach. We have four different options. We, we saw either ach was chalak, parisha means the 14th, harishon means the day before, or leisishchat chametz adam zivchi. Okay, now once Rabbi Kiva mentioned the halacha that so obvious, you cannot be burning chametz on Pesach. Imagine you saw someone burning chametz on Pesach. You can't burn things on Pesach. It's Yantif. Amar Rava, so Rava says, once Rabbi Kiva mentioned this, Shmamina, mi Rabbi Kiva tlas. We learned three halachas, three 
broader halachas from what Rabbi Kiva said. What do we learn from here? Shmamina ein birchametz elasrefa. The first thing we learn from this is that Rabbi Kiva says you cannot be doing tashbisu on yantiv because it's a malacha to do tashbisu. One second. If I could simply flush the, the chametz down the toilet, right? Don't do big, big pieces of bread. Then, then I wouldn't be over an isra on Pesach. So if Rabbi Huda is saying it's usher to burn chametz on Pesach because it's a malacha, usher to get rid of chametz, it must be he holds the only way to get rid of chametz is through sreifa, through burning. We know from COVID-19 psukim last year, that this past Pesach, and we know from this year coming, coming up that the Arab Pesach is Shabbos, we paskin, you do not need to burn your chametz in order to get rid of it. It's a hider to be yaitzah the sheet of Rabbi Akiva. However, we paskin, however you want to get rid of it. You throw it in a, you know, a public dumpster, you legally, you, uh, in the shul's dumpster, you, you, uh, you put it in, you, you, put, you, throw, you flush it down the toilet, the Gemara talks about it, you throw it in the air, it works, but according to Rabbi Kiva, the fact that he's learning, there's no way to burn the chametz on Pesach. He must all aim beer chametz, ella sreifa. That's one halacha we learn from it. Number two, what does, this do with, what does it do at the time of the Arab Pesach matzahs? If there's early time, no. So the Arab Pesach matzah, I was just being a raya that we were trying to figure out when is the zman carbon. So the fourth answer was leisishchat al chametz dam zivchi. You can't shech the carbon Pesach when you still have chametz. Okay. The minog to make Erev Paisach Matzis is based on the carbon. Since we no longer have a carbon, so, the, so it's like a zecher to it, we bring the matzah. So when's the earliest man to charge $45 a pound for Erev Paisach Matzis would be chatzais, because that's already the zman for the carbon. Good? That's when you can't have carbons anymore. Correct. So you got to be careful when you're baking it. Uh, yeah, for sure. This oh. year you, you cannot, because it's Shabbos. Very good. You don't, you don't need a Gemara for that, right? Uh, Rekiba would hold it. It's Shabbos. Next. Ushmamina. This is going back to Masech to Shabbos, Daf Ayin. We learned from here that a Havara lechalik yatsas. What does this mean? So just, just a quick review. There's a discussion in the Mishnayis, in the Gemara as well, that when we look at Lama Tes Malachas, 39 Malachas, one cannot do on Shabbos, all the Chumash says is... Don't do malacha. Doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything about which malachas are asr. We know this. We have our Masaira. However, there's one exception. The Pasik says, So the question is, what is the Torah doing by, by uh, singling out one malacha? So there's a machaikas. Rabbi Yossi holds that lighting a fire is only a lav. You do not get kares or skila for lighting a fire on Shabbos. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Kiva holds, it's coming to teach me a different halacha, meaning that lighting a, a candle is one of the lamatas malachas. It's telling me a din called chiluk malachas, which we had a whole parak on this, klal gado, that if a person does many malachas, behelamechas, or different things, so when that each, each av malacha 
is its own category on its own. So if a person forgot our Shabbos and did a few different malachas, you are chayiv b'chol achas v'yachas. So that's, that, that is learned out from this din of the Pasuk of the Sevar, Eish b'chol mashtech v'yem Shabbos. We're not going to get into these details, but either way, the, the, the way we refer to Rabbi Kiva Shita is havar l'chalek yatzas. How do you know that? Because he calls it an av malacha. By calling it an av malacha, he cannot hold like Rabbi Yossi, they only over a lav. That is, that, is the, that is the way Tysus learns. Look at the top line in Tysus. L'chalik yatsas midikari la av melacha. Okay. There's another, uh, look at the second shot in Tysus. Merlik abshat. Void amariva. Dilemand amarilav yatsa. Let's say lighting a candle on Shabbos would only be a lav. I wouldn't know there's an Israeli yatsa to light a candle. Why? Because if it's not a lav, and I, the Torah needed to, I'm sorry, if it's not a malacha, the Torah needed to spe- specify you cannot light a candle on Shabbos, that means when the Torah by Yontiv tells me, it doesn't include lighting a candle. So from the fact that Rabbi Kiva says you cannot burn something on Yontiv, it must be held that is, is a av malacha. So it comes out according to Taisvis that Lefira Biyasi, there is no iser of havara on yantiv. So what does that mean? For most of us, when we burn something, you're cooking. So anyways, it's eichel nefesh. According to Rabbi Yossi, to turn on your, your shower, there's no problem on yantiv because there's no leisivarish. There's no problem on yantiv. Okay, we'll talk about showers in a moment. The third thing we learn, says a fundamental machlekes between Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai. Let me ask you a question. On a, on, a, on a typical yantav, let's say you live in an area, in a city, there's no Erev. Are you allowed to carry your lulav to shul? Are you allowed to carry your machzor to shul? So according to Beishamai, without getting into too many details, you're not allowed to. You're only allowed to do malacha, that's oichon nefesh. The Pasuk says, Only things that are oichon nefesh. Comes along Beis Hillel. Beis Hillel says, this is, this is a lot we're going to learn in Masechtas Beitza. That mitoich shehutra l'tzairich, once the malacha was mutter for tzairich ochonefesh, it's hutra nami shelo l'tzairich. Even if it's not a food need, you could also do this malacha, as long as there's some need. As long as it's a yantif need, you could also do this. What does Beis Hillel give an example of? Lighting a fire, or not lighting a fire, but to, to light from an existing fire, Put, add some wood to the fire to be able to warm yourself up. That's not a food need, but it's, it's a, a, a personal yantif need. So Rabbi Kiva holds, like Beishamai, that we don't say that since I am allowed to cook on yantif, I am also allowed to use the fire to burn chametz. Even though it's a yantif need, Rabbi Kiva holds, we do not say this. So the question is, one second, we pass like Beis Hillel, so why in fact can I not burn my chametz on Pesach? Shouldn't that be a hutra l'tzarech, whatever I need? It's a yantif need to burn your chametz on Pesach. Shouldn't it be motor to burn your chametz on Pesach according to, according to Beis Hillel? So the Gros says that you should have done it before yantif. And you're never allowed to do mitoich when you could have done it before yantif. But the answer is that we have other answers in the Gemara. This is not the only answer. So by the way, the, the background to the showering Shiloh, so we touched upon this many different times. We had it in Hilcha Shabbos, in Masech Shabbos. We spoke about the Isser, the of taking a bath. There was a gzeira, that if, you, if you're allowed to, take a, to bathe, that you might end up cooking the water on Shabbos. They also made the gzeira for yantav as well. So you have to avoid that issue of bathing. So we said if you take a warm shower, that 
that it's, there's not too much heat in there, it's just enough to take out the chill, so then that's not really called baiting, that's the sock of the Mishaburu and the Sharetzin, quoting the base mayor. The problem is, the bigger challenge might be, how do you turn on hot water? When you turn on your shower, the cold water is going into the boiler, and you're turning on hot water. So what are you doing there? You're cooking the cold water. So isn't that a problem of cooking? So according to Beis Hillel, as long as it's considered a tzarech yantif, that shavel chonevish that all people enjoy, it's not, it's not considered a malacha. Machlek is toysis in the Ramban, if bathing is considered davr ha-shavel chonevish. Seems to be that we're machmir. However, there are those that argue, well, well uh, we mentioned a few times, but there are those that argue that today, in today's world, people consider showering a need. Back in the day, even in some places today, they take a shower once a week, that wouldn't be considered a tzarech, you know, l'chol nefesh, but where people typically shower either every day or most of the time, you hope, right? So that is considered shav l'chol nefesh. Now, you still can't take a hot shower because you can't, there's an isra d'ra to bathe. See, so technically, there's what to rely on to turn it on, make sure it's not too hot. You're only having enough warm water to take out the chill based on Two considerations, that I'm not bathing because it's only warm, it's not really hot, that's not called a, a bath, and how am I allowed to turn it on? Because today, in today's world, it's considered shava l'chol nefesh. Once it's going on, who cares? Once it's on, it's hot, you still can't bathe. You're not allowed to bathe in a hot, hot shower. You still can't bathe. It's not a problem with the fish holes, it's not water, it's a problem with the bathing. Yes, correct, correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, next. We'll finish the two, two more details why, why there's other reasons to be makeo, but that, that's the basic fact. Okay, turn around button. So we're just going to do one more piece, and we'll continue the rest of the, uh, the, the next part. Next sugi gets into a lot of details, and will bring us to Davav. So let's see. This is a very wordy b'risa. Turn around button. Shivat The Pasuk says, seven days you should not find sa'ar in your house, which we know is what we call ba'yimatze. So my time remember, why do I need the pasta to tell me, for now, why do I need the pasta to tell me, Ba'i Ra, Ba'i Matzeh? If I like for now, the Torah already said, So you cannot see any chametz in your house. So the pasta, so the Gemara says like this, All the Torah said was that you cannot see it. However, what if I cannot see it? It's behind uh, the couch, you cannot see it. I would say, right, so we could start thinking about one second, if it's not, it's, not, it's not visible, that's one thing to consider. It also says, that you, it shouldn't be seen to you, maybe it has to be mine. So let's see what the Gemara does with this Pasuk. I would say, it's only what you cannot, what you, you are not allowed, not allowed to see. It has to be shalcha, it has to be yours. However, what if your friend, he's a non-Jew, he puts his chametz in your house? No problem. I, the Torah says, there's a bal yira, you cannot see chametz. Yeah, but it says, you cannot see your chametz in your house. So, either it's your friend who's a non-Jew or hektish, which we consider she'en la ba'alim, it's not owned by Jews. Not only that, Yachal, I would think Yatmin, a person could take his chametz and hide it somewhere in a, in a way that you cannot see it. You put it you know, behind your couch or something, and via Kabbal Pikdoinus Minhanachri, you're able to accept responsibility for your Nachri's chametz. 
So a pikadon, pikadon is a pikadon, a deposit. So let's say, uh, I don't know, your coworker is a non-Jew. He orders a bunch of booze. I don't know, he's under 21. And he's saying, no problem, you can leave it in my house so your parents don't see. Whatever the situation is. So you're taking a chrayas on chametz. Can I take a chrayas on chametz? not mine. I'm just taking a chrayas for it. I would think you could do it because all the Torah said was, lo yeira Comes the Gemara, it cannot be found in your domain. Not only can it not be yours, it cannot be found in your domain. And we're going to get to the details tomorrow. Well, it's not, well, it doesn't mean house. Uh, well, it said, it said Bisech already. It said, it said, Shiva right? And then it says, Bolechem. Well, that's not the right? Tom, yeah, but you have both. Tamalema tells me it cannot be found. The emphasis is on the fact that it's beyond just being able to see it and beyond just it being yours, that even if it's not yours, Loyimatse cannot be found in your house. We didn't finish the sugi yet, so so there's a lot going on here. I would only think that when is it usur? By a nachri that is not kibashtai, ve'ain sharim chabim chadzer. Kibashtai means you conquer him, and he and uh, or and he lives in your rishus. There are two ways to learn. It. Either it means some type of some type of ger toishav, or it means a pile. The guy works for you, hire him for the year. He's a living uh, worker or living maid. Maybe that's where. Uh, maybe if it's not that case, it's aser. However, nachri shekibashtai. Vesharim chabachatzimi nine. How would I know that it's still aser, even though they live with you, which seems to be the opposite? The logic would say it's the opposite. The more connected they are with the Jew, the more obvious it should be aser. So the Gemara is going to ask that question in a few minutes. It cannot be found in your house. We're going to to pull apart this this baisa, which is very wordy. I only know that it's iser when you have chametz in your house. What if you have it in pits, in wells? And how do I know that this is also a problem? If you keep your chametz there, in all of your, your borders, anywhere that is considered your property, you cannot have chametz. Uh, I would have thought to say it's only in your home where you would be over both if it's yours and if it's not yours. But when it's not in your house, meaning you don't have the first iser of bivotechem, all you have is bigvulecha, there it says lecha. Maybe in that case, maybe if it's in my wells or my shichin. Then, as long as it's not mine, I could see the Nachri's chametz. So, how do we know that we compare and contrast it to each other? And whatever's usher by Baliroi is usher by Bali Matze. So, the Gemara says we have a Gzeir Shava. It says, Sar by your houses. And it says, so just by the way, just to, to sum it up, what we're saying is like this, that any time it's yours, if it's your chametz, it's a problem. 
anytime, meaning it's, it's always a problem to see your chametz. What if it's not mine? So as long as it's shalachenim shalgavaya, I'm allowed to see it. No problem. The Gemara asks, so what's the difference between this and when you're yekabel pikdonis minanachrim? So we gave it away already. It means you accepted responsibility. That's the difference. But even if I cannot see it, or even if it's not in my house proper, it's still usur based on, based on these extra psukim. Okay, so we're going to just bring out one more point before we take a break. The, the Bryce said like this. I only know that it's usur when the nachri has nothing to do with me. Meaning he doesn't live in, he's not a live-in. But a nachri that's a live-in, how do I know it's also usur? It's just the opposite. It makes more sense to be usher when the nachri is living in your house. Then it's much closer to home. So the Gemara should have been the opposite. Samra Bayabai says, you're right. It's really the opposite. I, I would assume it's usher when the nachri lives by you. How do I know that even if he doesn't live by you, it's still usher to have his pikadoin, tamalayma, right? So that Abaya just switched it around. Rava Amar Rava says, no, you're reading the Brisa wrong. Don't switch around the Brisa. When the, the Brisa brought down the second piece, that there's a bigger Chiddush by Nachri, why is that the bigger Chiddush? So it's It's coming leheter on the Reisha. What does the Reisha of the Brisa say? The Reisha said, that when the Torah says Bal Yeroy, you only have an answer of seeing your own chametz. What about your friend's chametz? You have a coworker in your office, he brings in a sandwich. Are you allowed to look at it on Pesach? No problem. You are allowed to look at it. It's all, now the Rabbana we're going to get to, you might need a machitza in, in an office situation, not so common, not so uh, practical. But We'll get to the Rabbanans, how to separate yourself from Hametz. But from a Deiraisa standpoint, from a bird's eye view, as long as it's not yours, you are allowed to see it. You could go to the mall, you could look at Cinnabon, it has a Tuada there, which does say not for Passover, not during the Passover season. It's kosher Cinnabon. You're allowed to look at it. There's a shy if you're allowed to smell it. We'll get to that. It might be Hanoa from Hametz. But there's no problem. You're allowed to look at it. So... I would have thought, that's when it's mutter, it's Cinnabon. But your living brings in her sandwich. How do I know that you're not over on this? So the Gemara says, even though they live by me, I'm not over by looking at their chametz. So the Gemara says, according to Rava, the Tana brought a Pasuk, a second Isser, to be Makel? Meaning, I wasn't sure if this is Mutter or not. Tamalam say. What type of Limud is that? You're bringing a laugh to tell me it's Mutter? So the Gemara says, The focus is on the fact that the Torah used the term Lecha, yours, twice, to emphasize that the only time there's an Isser of seeing Chametz is if it's yours. But as long as it's not yours, there is no Isser to see Chametz. Okay, we'll stop here. I'm at Hashem tomorrow. Usually on Fridays we, we, uh, we just send out the recording. So uh, we'll cover some more ground. We'll get into a very geschmack daf, uh, daf, 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 zayin on Shabbos. We have a lot, lot coming up as we continue the Masechta.